A word of warning. This podcast may contain themes that some listeners might find distressing. Not always, but sometimes. However, this podcast will definitely contain strong language. Therefore, if neither of these things sound appealing, it's probably not the podcast for you then, is it? And as another side note, um, I recorded this podcast using some newer software, which may have had some glitches along the way. If you notice those uh, throughout the podcast, I do apologize. Um, but it also explains why my audio is absolutely dog shit at the end. Future glitches will hopefully be non-existent, but I can't guarantee it. We'll see how it goes. Um, anyway, enjoy the episode. Welcome and uh, welcome to a, a very special guest, uh, Callum Stronach of the Not All Men podcast, uh, who I am very, very uh, pleased to have on my podcast because I've been a guest on your podcast twice now. Um, so it's nice to have it's nice to have the favour return to have you to have you here today. So well, I mean, if if I can kind of uh, if the conversations are, are half what they were on. Uh, on my um the not all men podcast then uh it's uh yeah if i can return half the favor half the presence and half the uh the experience that you did then i'm uh i'll be uh, i'll be doing good well I'm, I'm sure you i'm sure you you will because i guess i guess um well i suppose you want to sort of just tell the listeners who you are and i guess i've obviously said that you're from the the not all men podcast and i guess you want us to say a little bit about yourself and i guess a little bit about the about the podcast that you yeah, absolutely i by trade i guess i'm a i'm a nutritionist but i work in the area of um eating disorders working with athletes it was originally in members of the general population who in eating disorders being a form of mental illness. Um, and the reason why I work in that space is, is largely because that was something that I have navigated for large parts of my life. And part of my own kind of recovery process in adverted commas was holding up a lens to the reasons why I behaved in, in the way that I did. And part of that was looking at the the kind of like the systemic influences of who I believed I should be. And for me, holding up a lens to these kind of societal ideas of, of masculinity, um, alongside it will say some personal things, trauma and all the rest of it, but particularly the the lens of of these kind of societal expectations of of what a man is and how that had kind of infiltrated into my own kind of behaviors just opened up this kind of world of conversation that I was just like, wow, this is powerful. And that's where the Not All Men podcast was was born from. And so um over well, it's over a year ago now. It's been we've been going and it's just about promoting a conversation off of the not all men hashtag that was born from the um, Sarah Everard um, murder and just to kind of frame it in a way in which I actually believe that it is not a healthy 
framing of of the 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 masculinity conversation around not all men and just exploring that hashtag and different themes around that to just explore a kind of a, a framework or help men create their own framework so that they can step into their own um definition of what it means to be a man and here we are and so i guess yeah so i think the the thing that i really like about your your podcast is that um i will admit the use of the not all men hashtag when i saw it initially for the first time i was like oh is this is this a podcast about somebody who's claiming not all men and you know it's going to be um you know somebody who kind of defends men and all that kind of stuff but actually the the more i listened to it and i you know i got to understand the the purpose behind the use of the hashtag it's it's about the idea of um you know you, you sort of say holding up a lens to masculinity and kind of holding up um opportunities for conversations to be had that focus on various aspects of manhood and what it means to be a man and um um yeah sort of offering spaces to to talk to different people, not necessarily just men. So I know that you host, um, you've hosted women on your podcast as well. Actually, the first time I ever heard your podcast was because you were speaking to Ban Hass, who I follow on Instagram. Um, and you, you know, I, I was like, Oh, I've got to have a listen to this because, um, she makes me laugh and she has mm. good insights. So I thought it would probably be a good chat and it was, um, and we'll get onto the, the sort of the topic of that conversation a little bit later on, but I guess, um, yeah, it was. I was I was immediately hooked in in that sense that it was a broader. Well, it was starting to be sort of a, a general broad examination of you know how masculinity is um, thought about and constructed in various sort of facets of society and sort of having conversations with people about within those facets mm-hmm. of society, I suppose, and who have you know. Ex- specific experiences relating to um their experience of being a man in that particular um area and so yeah so i found it i found it really fascinating and i guess um you know as i've said i've been a i've been a guest on on your podcast and we've discussed um certain areas um you know mostly around sort of patriarchy and um violence against women and things like that so so yeah so i just wanted to get you on and have a bit of a, a chat because i guess I guess what I'm interested in, um, and I guess you've touched on it a little bit already, but I guess what I'm interested in is why did you feel that this was a podcast that you wanted to do? What kind of, um, what kind of pushed you towards doing a podcast and maybe not something else? Because we don't really have much space for nuance. Like there's not masses of, um, space for it's got to be done through long-form conversation and it meant that I could hide behind a microphone and not a camera that's a big part of it um and as well as that just the the nature of these kind of conversations meant that we can actually get to the idea of of kind of really understanding the depth of where people are, are coming from particularly in a in an age of, of social media you create these these kind of like sound bites that in many ways can be extremely 
problematic um and can it can perpetuate just completely the wrong narrative and there are there are people that um that exist in that space that maybe promote some some if you if you reduce them to this kind of like tiktok ideal of of 30 seconds or whatever then the message actually I suppose perpetuates these ideas of what man should be certain strong um physical et cetera et cetera but actually if you then hold hold a space where you open up that particularly that sound bite to what it actually is, it's really misunderstood, and so I didn't really want that to happen and like I say, I wanted to have space where I could actually get the experience of the individual like if i'm being completely honest in terms of like the name of the podcast i was so stuck in terms of where to go with it because i i originally was th- toying around with the idea of it being called like the bumbling man like in the sense of i'm trying to almost like bumble my way through just um figuring stuff out for myself you know and i still profess to be on that journey like i still profess yeah you do profess to like it is not a a how-to and i don't profess to be a kind of an expert but i'm just really curious and i believe that we should be having be having resources where we just have the conversation and having the conversations where we explore everything from, like I say, hearing women's experiences and people of of all genders' experiences, but then also having the conversations. Um, I've kind of like what I aim to have kind of roundtable episodes where they are just. I just put it out on my Instagram and says, "Who's interested in talking about?" I've got one coming up with regarding the idea of fatherhood being a dad and how it relates to masculinity and their internalization of what it means to be a man and how it's shifted and all of these kind of stuff. None of them are experts, but just to hear a conversation about men sharing their experiences. And that for me is, is, is really, really powerful. And actually the most shared episode that um, has been was, was a conversation between me and two of my oldest school friends, which like they don't have any social media following. Like you naturally lean into people who you merge and combine audiences from time to time, which is great. And you get some real, like, obviously you bring a wealth of, 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 of knowledge and evidence and all the rest of it, but just to have a conversation with my friends and then be willing to, it was a messy conversation to hold up a lens to be like, okay, we've been friends since we were four years old. Like why, why? But then also like there are times where I felt isolated. I felt worried and what are the things that we do where we don't check in on one another because we don't like it's very much ingrained in that kind of um shoulder to shoulder um kind of relationship i can't remember who i think it's um uh liz plank uh in her book the for the love of men she talks about shoulder men having the shoulder to shoulder relationship where they are in a place where they are 
in watching us watching sports at the sports bar and, and stuff like that. And that was very much the existence of our relationship and things like that. So yeah, it is, uh, it's, it's just been a space where we just need to get men thinking, get men talking and just be able to, uh, um, not do it perfectly because I think that often these conversations in podcasts, they are led by some amazing people, but it almost seems too clinical where the reality of these difficult conversations are messy. And so my kind of, my thinking was like, well, I'll be the fucking guy to have a messy conversation and just <laughs> like, and just to like to put that out there, you know? Um, and yeah, so that conversation that you were talking about with your friends, I, I, so I, I was potentially one of those people that shared that episode because I think, I think it was a fantastic conversation. And I think the reason why I shared it was because a lot of what you and your friends were saying around how, um, I guess there was, uh, there was something that sort of struck me about the, the expectation that if something goes wrong or if something is wrong, then, you know, you'd, you, you would say something and, and my friends and I have that exact same mm. mindset. You know, my partner will often ask me, you know, how, how are your friends? And I'll be like, they're fine. And she's like, but mm. how do you know they're fine? And I'm like, well, you know, they haven't said that anything's wrong. So, as you know, and, until they say that there's something going on or there's something quite serious going on in their life, I'm just going to assume that everything's mm. hunky dory. And actually listening to you and your friends sort of talk about that it actually made me stop in my tracks. And I was like, holy fuck, that's, <laughs> that's what me and my friends do. And that's just actually a bonkers way of going mm. about life. Cause I think, you know, you, you were reflecting on about how you were in a, a bit of, oh, no, you don't no, mind me saying, um, but you were in a bit of a, I get you're going through a bit of a rough patch in your life. And I guess you felt that you were isolated and actually, I guess there was a mismatch of communication, isn't it? There was an expectation on your side that your friends would check in on you and see how you are and just be like, Callum, are you all right? Because I guess they were they were aware of the, the issue that had occurred. So I guess your natural assumption was that they would check in with you. And then their natural assumption was that actually if it was so bad or if Callum was really struggling, he would get in touch. And I guess it was that gap in between where – you know, either side was, was making an assumption and it's not a bad assumption. It's not a horrible assumption. It's just, you're both thinking the same thing and therefore nothing's fucking being said. And that at the end of the day, they don't know how you're feeling and you're actually being um, left and isolated and not necessarily abandoned, but also just left to kind of manage your own difficulties by yourself. And I guess that's not, that's not a helpful place to be, is it? Um, but I guess that's, that sparked me to then, cause I think at the end of it, you said, you know, um, if you're listening to this and you've got a group of friends that you think would benefit from this, then just kind of um, drop it, drop it in a WhatsApp group or a mm. Facebook chat and tell them to listen. And mm. I did that. Um, <laughs> thinking about it now though, we haven't necessarily, we haven't necessarily talked about that um, podcast, but um, not too long ago, I met up with a couple of friends um, for, for a night out. And um, one of my friends just listed like reeled off this list of things that he'd been struggling with for an entire mm. year. And we were like, why are we only hearing about mm. this now? 
but again like that similar you know and I kicked myself again at the time because I was like, oh, you know, we've done this again. There's, There's been this assumption, you know, just because it's all quiet on the Western front, we just assume that everybody is doing okay when actually they're just suffering in silence. And, you know, he, he was, he he'd had a, a bit of a rough time with like a physical injury, which sort of meant that he wasn't um, in work. And it, like he was, he was okay at the end of it, but like sort of he, but he was just essentially kind of just, um, pottering around just on on crutches um so yeah so i think that i think that conversation that you had with your friends i think was a a really helpful conversation and you and you say it was messy but i feel like i feel like it's representative of what an actual conversation should sound yeah. like um not necessarily just between men but just between en- anybody that's trying to circumnavigate how things are and how people are feeling and thinking about um, perspectives in life and things like that. I just thought it was a really great I conversation. And I think that's the the main point is that often people, um, when we're having talk, talking or when we're having discussions about our feelings, we almost think of them as like they should be delivered like a therapy session, whereas that that just doesn't happen. Like that really doesn't happen. And so, yeah, having those conversations where um, – we can just put that out there of like, there isn't a right way to do it other than just to do it is important. And what is, I think is really just, um, I just, I think it's also important to highlight the the wonderful parts of what you've just described to a point and the conversations that, um, the conversation that I had with my friends was there is this unspoken loyalty. I think that, is really, really wonderful, but we can't hang our hat on as men. Um, we can't hang our hat on it as men. And I think that, um, yeah, starting to be proactive, particularly in a, in a society where so many men are feeling isolated. I, I've lived that. And that's a big, big part of why I wanted to have that conversation. Like that conversation was so, so healing. And I also like in the idea of in in the in the openness of 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 kind of what you shared in terms of not necessarily having that. Like we spoke about, we would do certain things off the back of that conversation. We've not fucking done them. Um, so, We're so yeah. fucking useless as men, aren't we? <laughs> But there, I will. What I will just say is that there is, however, there is because of that conversation, there is a greater depth to the nature of our conversations. Like our friendships yeah. have expanded so much. Like it's almost like our social space was very much confined to uh, essentially like pub or football or or something along those lines where like just the value in, in diversifying what we do and how we meet up and how we socialize in terms of the way in which we interact with each other. And then as well as that, whilst there, there isn't the necessarily the, I suppose the frequency that we spoke about in terms of what we were um um, discussing in terms of like checking in with one another and stuff like that. What it has promoted is a, a much, when we do communicate is a much greater level of openness um, mm-hmm. and depth to conversation in terms of like, like not, I remember I went for curry with one of the guys and, uh, 
and uh, another friend of mine and just being like, um, and just really being like, like, how's your wife? But how's your marriage? Like, now, how's, now really, like, how's your fucking marriage? Um, and and just getting into that and, and allowing just a space where it can be celebrated. It doesn't have to be the the as doom and gloom of oh, it's, it's crap to be married because marriage is wonderful. And so, yeah, so we can celebrate that appropriately if where possible, but also hold a space for anything else that might come up, you know? Because I guess, you know, um, at the same time, whilst marriage is, is wonderful, it's also hard. And, you know, relationships aren't perfect. Things need to be worked on. You know, it's 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 messy. You know, life is messy. So marriages are messy. And, uh, you know, sometimes there's potentially uh, and, and and you know on both sides for for you know whichever um person in in that relationship you know th- there's potentially this kind of um what's the word i'm looking for um pressure to put on a some kind of a fa- facade that actually we're this happily married couple or we're a happily partnered up couple and that things are you know all sunshine and roses but then actually you know, sometimes there is arguments or whatever, but I guess, you know, but asking that question in a slightly different way instead of how's your wife, but actually mm-hmm. how's your marriage is just, it's just a, and, and, th- and, and I think I've mentioned this before. So that's, just a, that's such a great question actually. And I think I've mentioned this before um, in a sort of like a post debrief conversation that you and I have had after your podcast is that you sort of, you said, or you have this, you approach conversations with your, or you ask your friends rather, like podcast interview questions. Um, and one of them was, I don't know, again, a friend that you kind of said, if you, I can't remember what it was, but if you had to go back to yeah. your wedding day, what would you change or what would you tell yourself or something like that? I don't know. And I just think, I just think that's a fantastic question. It's one of those, um, I think it's in like, um, systemic family therapy where we talk about like the magic wand question where it's like you know if you could wave a magic wand what would your life look like and then i I guess that kind of then invokes um your sort of ideals and your wishes and the things that you'd like to have but i guess in in a similar vein that conversation just invokes you know a bit of a bit of um reflection about sort of what what somebody's life might have been like at that point and and what they've learned and actually um the lessons they've learned along the way and i just think that's a great question and i and i love the fact that because you've mentioned this in in your podcast episodes this podcast journey that you've been on and the things that you've learned has helped you to approach the way in which you interact with those in your life in a slightly different yeah. way and like particularly with those questions um, and doing the podcast, I th- and particularly in, and specifically like the the males. I'm one of three brothers, um, and I, my whole family are men, and my obviously a bit a, a big friendship group and, and stuff like that. I think that we, as men, try and well, I don't want us to label. I don't want to say all men. Um, not all men, but like a, a, a real experience of mine, I will just say, is that I've really mm. tried. Like, there's almost like the 
the idea of hiding behind like almost like a pillar the how's the marriage it's good or it's bad or not uh, it's it's good or it could be better it doesn't have to be bad but it's just it's almost like it has a definitive label whereas by asking those questions um and being more kind of direct with some of the podcast questions, we can then start to facilitate a space with other men where it can all exist, where I can say, I love my wife. I can hold the love and the gratitude for all that she does and um, all that she is, but fucking hell, she's annoying. And, and just for like, or just for it to not be either or, but just for it all to be part of it, as opposed to be like, yeah, it's fine, it's good, it's really good, or um, and and almost like deny that, um, and not have a space to vent a part of uh, a part of the you that might need to be expressed, and then similarly mm. a, a, a space to have the things that need to be celebrated, celebrated as well. And I guess, and I guess it adds a different avenue of conversation rather than the typical, how are you? I'm good. How are mm. you? I'm good. Um, did you watch the, did you watch the football match on the weekend? What a terrible result. Cause I guess that's that. And I know this is a very stereotypical mm. thing, but I've witnessed so many conversations where men are like, you're right. You're right. You see the match on Saturday, yeah. Or what do you think? What do you think the outcome of the game is going to be this weekend? And then it's just yeah. football. And you know, again, that's a, you know, for for me and my friends, it used to be, um, what TV shows have you watched, or have you watched the latest episode of X Y Z, or I, I'm looking forward to the latest film because we're we're not necessarily massive um, sports buffs. And if you had to ask me, like, who manages Man United now, I wouldn't be able to tell you because I literally don't give a shit about football. But we have equivalent conversations around these kind of, again, they're not necessarily superficial because they're the things that bond you and they're the things that sort of bring you together. So it's not to, it's not to diminish or dismiss the, the, the benefits of that kind of um, bonding um, experience or common ground because, you know, we all need common ground and we all have hobbies and we all have, you know, things that we like and, and dislike and, and like to do together. But I guess the the nature of those questions and the nature of the the conversation that it potentially produces just has a different flavor. And I guess it just adds, um, uh, you know, a, a different opportunity to explore things in a slightly different way. And I just think that that's great. Yeah. And I, I would echo that in the sense that it, uh, it's, it's met, it's been met with some degree of like, um, I don't even want to say resistance because it was never resisted. Like the reality is, um, like maybe it just got a bit like, oh fucking hell, here we go. Um, but then outside <laughs> of that, now it's like it's just part and parcel, and um, it's actually really fun. And it's actually something that, like I say, there was a moment. Um, it was actually not too long after. It was about four or five months after that podcast where we were actually the podcast was dropped in this big WhatsApp group of of mates of mine. There was 11 of us in this group and uh, I was just stood in the pub with a load of them. And I was just like blown away by the difference of it all. And so change. So, so, so that, so that podcast actually had quite a a significant impact on your, on on your, on your friendship group after they all listened to it. Massively, massive impact. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's something that has uh, really, really helped us. So, yeah, it's been good. It's been really good.
Amazing. So the other thing that that makes me curious about is that, so that's obviously, I guess that's obviously how maybe it's, you know, the, this, doing this podcast has influenced the way in which you kind of converse with your friends and maybe relate to your friends and maybe try to think about um, talking to them and exploring things with them in a, in a slightly different way. I suppose I'm interested about how this podcast has helped you evolve or if it has helped you evolve in some way, and if it has, I guess you know what does what does that evolution look like? Well, I mean, the podcast has been one of the most rewarding um, projects that I've kind of been a part of, really, on so many levels. In the sense that I've been able to um, connect with so many incredible people, like yourself, um, and just to like just to understand and and like step out of i'm from a small town in north wales like di- diversity is not thy name around here um yeah. and so to so to connect and to to be able to have these conversations from everything from um share hearing women's experiences to hearing about like talking about sexuality and expression of sexuality as a man um and through to the idea of of pushing oneself physically and stepping out your comfort zone in a way that probably ascribes to traditional masculine norms and 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 things like that has just been yeah it's just been so eye opening in in so many different ways and for me personally um it's it's i felt more connected that's for sure um to, to yourself to myself absolutely i think one of the things that yeah. i particularly listening back to some of the early episodes is like along a idea of 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 kind of healing in inverted commas i kind of resent some of that right? like the resent the word somewhat um but we will go with it um, but through a process of like kind of doing some form of self work, like the beginning of the podcast, I really I can listen back to certain conversations and I can hear that kind of I can feel where I was at, and it's almost like not the podcast was the sole form of of work. As I mean, through from having supervision for my own work through to. Uh, my own personal therapy and a whole bunch of other kind of, I suppose, self-development practices and that I've kind of um, have been part of my journey. I still held on to this idea that something needed to be fixed. Like I was somehow mm-hmm. broken in some ways. And that was really part of my kind of own identity in that sense. And so mm-hmm. a part of the podcast, I, I was almost like in 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 seeking of that solution, not just for myself, but for other men to be like, if you feel this, then here is the like here is some form of solution that you can that you can have. Um and and I spoke talk about this idea of frameworks and, and things like that, which is not a bad thing to create a framework for yourself. But actually one of the things that has through the conversations that I've had along the way is actually 
just as men, we're not necessarily broken. We're just hurting necessarily. And there's not a lot that actually needs fixing, so to speak, in terms of like particularly myself personally. And if a a man is looking to do their their own kind of self-work, there is a much wider conversation to have about the systemic challenges that we face and um, the, the patriarchal narrative and how that and how men contribute to the oppression of women and, and all the rest of it. I will just say that, but yeah, just being at ease and to have a conversation with uh, a bunch of guys around um, body image as an example, um, or having uh, um, a bunch of guys talk about, well, there was four of us, three or four of us that got together and spoke about just, going to therapy what are the barriers that we faced what are the what are the things that we faced and so i've started being less about kind of like solutions so to speak and for particularly just the the individual um and just being like okay well just let's just normalize this and let's just point out that we are there are so many men that are walking around hurting and just being like, that's okay, you're just hurting. It doesn't mean you're broken in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, for personally, that's been a big, big shift in me personally. And then, like you say, the just coming across um, and hearing women's experiences and um, people in the LGBTQ plus um, community and hearing their experiences of the way in which they interact with with the world and the society that we live in is actually it, once you see that you can't unsee that and see it and yeah. that's just been really really powerful um, as well and and has helped just contextualize um a lot of the stuff that that um i'm experiencing too that sounds great and i think you know I think that kind of speaks to, again, the sort of reasons why you sort of started the podcast where you were talking about how the longer form conversation um, and the longer form sort of exploration or in-depth sort of examination of various different things helps to, um, I guess, almost highlight the various different parts of whatever kind of conversation it is that you're having and that actually um, there are lots of different perspectives to have and... I think I think I was thinking about this today in the sense of, you know, why am I so interested in your podcast? And it's not just your podcast. There, you know, there's a few other people that I want to have a similar conversation with um, because I think there's something so – I can't quite think of the word, but I think there's something so wonderful about listening to conversations, hearing different people's perspectives, Um and I think, yeah, I think it, and and so because I've kind of followed you almost from the start um, of your podcast, I was just really interested to sort of see what the impact of those, because uh, I guess how many episodes uh, have you had so now? So I've recorded 40 and I think 33 are out or something like that. Yeah. So I guess there's 40 different conversations that you've had. And I guess that's, that's going to have had some kind of an impact on on you and the way you see the world and maybe the way that you think about yourself and maybe the way that you 
interact with others and um i guess you know you've you've highlighted that and i just i just um yeah i was just really fascinated by that you know it's it's an absolute like it's been a real journey and process like even just like not that this was necessarily the the extreme conclusion that i I jumped to off the back of our our conversation, but like I was so educated off of episode nineteen of the Not All Men podcast, um, and that um, like there was so much that you brought to light, um, particularly from people like the work uh, the work of like Laura Bates and 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 um, other authors like and and um, campaigners like her where all of this stuff was just some of it was really new to me in in some cases i remember some things where i was like oh i really had my eyes open and then it was like a sense of like okay well not that it was as extreme as this but how can i complain if women are suffering in this way and wearing a women and, and and people of color potentially are facing discrimination in these ways and i sit at the intersection of privilege of um of white cishet male anyway the um and within that just to then also then to come to not that extreme necessarily but then move towards that extreme and then within that devalue some of my own experiences and pain or almost disconnect from that and then come back to this process of holding myself and holding other people's experiences in a much more balanced way so you can i can almost hear the shifts in like certain challenges that i've faced like uh, i can think of periods where we spoke about my dating life and how that's been a bit messy and, and things like that and then the way in which i've taken on the experiences of other communities and maybe devalued say the the experiences of of men even though i might have like particularly like i might sit in in a in a intersection of privilege and then coming back and just like particularly now like and again i don't profess to be any form of of expert or or have any form of solutions but i feel a lot more grounded in just being able just to see it all hold it all talk about it all um and yeah and just really witness it and hopefully bring some people along along the way and because that's like if we if we're going back to like the name as well that's probably why like i chose the name in the end because it was a sense of i don't need to preach to you and naturally looking at okay some of the bigger podcasts on the the topic of masculinity like the man enough podcast and and all of the other ones like streaming down you see this kind of largely population of women that listen to it and um and then some kind of more conscientious men who are starting to draw awareness to these kind of issues that exist in society whereas i just kind of wanted to just put out a bit of an invite to like i've, I've kind of referenced this on the podcast before in the sense that i just wanted to put it a, a reference on to tom who goes and sits in the cop of Liverpool Football Club every Saturday that it um and watches the football with his mates and, and stuff like that. And just to be like, can I create a style of conversation that he's not immediately going to disconnect from? 
He's not going to shut down from, and it can just be the inception of of some form of 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 seed within that. So I think that it's, uh, um, yeah, it's just that big part of just continuing that um, and building that conversation so that we can start to attract um a wider audience and it's not going to be like i'm not saying that we're building a team of disciples and people are creating followers and 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 things like that but like just talking about like these different topics and different aspects um and hearing people like um david chambers talking and giving his take on what it means to be in a we had a wonderful conversation about um, relationships, particularly more so the dating narrative and having that conversation within men. And that was a real wonderful framing about how, like, as a, as a single guy who is currently dating, how I can go and talk to my male friends and being like, oh, I had this date and not then falling into these kind of usual stereotypical laddie conversations and just being like, mm-hmm. oh, how did you feel in a company? And and just beginning, and he, like that's one conversation of many, which kind of framed it really, these kind of tr- conversations that all men are having, but just framed it in a way which hopefully will m- much be more, much more productive for everyone involved, including the men who are having the conversations. So there's a, I guess there's a sense of, and I suppose you you sort of said this in the start, there's a sense of you being curious about things in your life or about you as a man or about your experiences within the world that you are wanting to explore. And then by virtue of that exploration, hopefully somewhere along the, along the way, somebody else listening might be able to connect with that in some sense and not with every episode that you have, because obviously there are certain things that people don't, won't want to hear, won't connect with, won't understand or won't see. But I guess by, by virtue of the fact that you're inviting various different guests, you're exploring different aspects of life through the lens of what it means to be a man in some respects, not necessarily, not all your conversations are directly about that, but there is an element to it. There is an element of it. Um, you know, it sounds like you're you're hoping to maybe just sort of open someone's eyes or open someone's mind to the possibility of of learning something new and hearing something different and maybe sort of taking taking a step forward in that sense. Yeah, hundred percent. And even just like I had an experience in the gym the other day, just in the the town where I live, and uh, a guy had listened to the podcast and he just like felt safe enough to open up and talk about his own kind of feelings of loneliness and and stuff like that. Um, and, and that's what it's about. Like I am not an expert, but if I like, if I could just normalize some of these, these challenges that we all face that then it's, uh, it's just, yeah, that's what it's about. It's just bringing these men along to, um, I always, I think it becomes a bit of a, uh, it would be a drinking game where you'd be very drunk if I if if you drunk every time I said hold up a mirror, but that but that's what it's about <laughs> holding up a, like because we don't like we don't do it not enough hold up a mirror to our no. own own behaviours and and the yeah. way in which we walk through the world and so yeah 
if and our own existence and what our own experience of of it as well we've become incredibly good at tolerating and uh, suffering is a big word but like there is an element of that where like that's what that's what my experience was like well it's that it's that stoic nature isn't it it's that kind of just sort of get you know you just put your head down and do what you need to do and you you don't really oh it's sort of almost like life passes you by in a way um and you may not necessarily experience the full breadth of of life and everything that it has to offer completely completely well callum for two reasons one i feel like this is a perfect natural end to the conversation and the other being that we're experiencing some rather fucking (laughs) annoying technical difficulties um and um i guess what i want to do is is i want to continue this conversation because there is a second part of this conversation that i want to talk about in relation to um um men's body image but um with the with the technical difficulties that we're, we're experiencing with my brand new virtual podcast studio uh which is being annoying um I don't want to kind of put us through the, the the stress of having to connect and reconnect. Um, so what I'm going to do is is I'd like to I'd like to invite yeah. you back um, at a later stage, maybe in a couple of weeks' yeah. time, um, and have another conversation about about men's body image. Um, so if anyone listening, if you'd like to, you know, put a date in the diary for that. Um, but I guess just to just to kind of reflect on on what you're doing and you know. I think I think what you're doing is great. I enjoy, you know, listening to your conversations that you have with people. Um, I like the, I like the bumbliness mm-hmm. of it. I like that it's just you know people having conversations that aren't necessarily thought out, scripted, clean. And and again, you know, I'm I'm not that's not a yeah. reflection on on you as a podcast host or anything like that. I'm just saying that the nature of the nature and the beauty of the imperfection in the conversation is something that I really value. It makes it makes it seem sincere and genuine. And I think um, I think I've taken a lot from the podcast. I think I've um, yeah I've appreciated what you're doing. I kind of really endorse what you're doing, and I hope that anyone listening to this conversation today we'll go and follow your podcast and you know offer you the support mm. that you you deserve for what you're doing thanks because i think that it's means great. a lot it means a lot i always think about the some of like you are i would say an avatar that i would uh, i always think what would dan think if i uh by, <laughs> by would this get the the would this get the the nicest nice ish psychologist seal of approval if i was uh if like, and that's a that's a genuine that's a genuine thought that goes through my mind. So uh, that means a lot coming from. Oh, me. thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, but uh, well, so far everything you've done a okay. But also, you don't need my approval <laughs> as well. I think you know what what you're doing is. Fantastic. I think it's a good good uh, framework to vet myself and to think about the way in which <laughs> the way in which I'm kind of bringing certain topics to light. You know, what would Dan say? <laughs> <laughs> should get one of those wristbands yeah. just on your just on your arm just like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please don't please no. don't do that that's just <laughs> very yeah, cultish don't do that um uh so so just i guess as, as a final bit callum is there anything that you know you want to kind of sort of just say about uh where people can find you i, I guess you know if people want to connect both in terms of your 
you know what you do for a living in terms of uh, in terms of um, um, your job, but then also the podcast and also your page just kind of let people know. And I think you've got a newsletter as yeah, well, don't you? I mean, like I, it, I just do all the normal kind of publicity stuff. So have a have a mailing list which is all available through my well i think it's both instagrams it's the at not all men underscore podcast and then the, my other my personal um or work page uh, i would say which is at callum Schronach. and um yeah go check out the podcast it's available on all all platforms and yeah if there's anything that hits or anything that lands or even anything that you feel challenged by like um it's an open door policy and that's what I want to uh and I I I, I also I just I, I love that because I guess part of part 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 of what I do I do is is to kind of not to challenge because I'm not like I'm not I'm not trying to be controversial mm. or anything but I like to you know talk about things that maybe not rub people up the wrong way but might present a bit of a uh, hold up yeah. a mirror to quote to quote yeah. <laughs> to, to coin a phrase um and I'm always like if anything I've said challenges you just get in touch no one ever does um but um but yeah please do please do get in touch with Kevin please go give him a follow please go listen to his podcast because uh, it's well worth a listen thank you very much man okay well um until Callum uh, uh, until Callum until next time Callum um thank you very much um and I'll chat to you soon